Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Again, this is Paul Prince, editor of Goldmine, and the snippet you just heard is J.W. Francis, a track called Is That the One? It's an artist featured on a Vinyl Moon compilation. And this episode, we'll talk to Brandon Bogowitz of Vinyl Moon. Vinyl Moon, of course, is a vinyl subscription service, and you're not going to find commercial corporate rooms type stuff on these vinyl record compilations you'll get every month from vinyl moon the music is very honest and it's very art driven and the entire album is curated to turn you on to independent artists artists that are just getting their feet wet so you'll be turned on to specific songs from these artists just like a a cassette mixtape you would get back in the good old days in the 80s um the thing is, a cassette t- mixtape uh, can't give you the same experience that a piece of vinyl can, uh, can though. It's a, this is more of an interactive experience. Brandon is kind of, he's the guy who will be making the mixtape for you. And Brandon also hires some of the best graphic artists to design the album covers, the gatefolds, everything. I mean, you've got to see it to believe it. 
Um, it's a work of art, something that will be hard to, you won't even want to play the album sometimes. You just want to put it on the shelf and keep it because it's like a work of art. So this is this is for vinyl heads and vinyl geeks who fully appreciate the vinyl experience and understand vinyl at its fundamental source, um, an interactive thing, and become a listener who's ready to explore an eclectic field of music, too, from all over the globe. Um, it's multinational music. I mean, I'm mostly a guitar rock guy, but I like all kinds of music. So you'll find music from all over the world. It could be rock, it could be pop, it could be indie rock, and you'll get to appreciate all of that on vinyl and what vinyl can deliver. Brandon, the man who created this subscription service, the, he's the curator every month. Like I said, he's almost like the guy making the cassette tape for you. Um, he has a note, too, that he gives with each album explaining how each edition evolved and why he picked these songs, because he gets many different bands sending him material all the time to be put on these albums. You know, I know what I'm going to get when I put on the new Paul McCartney album, and I love that too, but I don't know what I'm going to get here, and I like that it surprises me. I like the surprise, and I like the challenge of that. And I like, I love wondering what the new art will bring, what this vinyl is encased in. Um, It's like a discovery every month. A vinyl experience. Um, you know, vinyl subscriptions can be weird where they try to figure you out what your listening tastes are, like a strong service, kind of like how Pandora does it. I'd rather be surprised. I want a guy like Brandon to curate it for me, and then I have to pick through it what I like and enjoy the whole experience of it. So we're going to talk to Brandon. We're going to talk about the Vinyl Moon subscription service and what it all means and how it all works. So stick around. I'll be right back after this message. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine. The Music Collector's Magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Brandon? Yeah, Patrick. First, I want to get a little background on you before... I start asking more about Vinyl Moon. You know, I grew up in Los Angeles and went to the East Coast for college and then kind of, you know, bounced around a bit. I was a film major. I thought maybe I wanted to work in movies because, um, you know, I had some family that worked in film. It seemed like a familiar industry. But I always loved music. I, You know, growing up, I always made um, mixtapes, like, you know, old-school mix cassette yeah. you know, tape, you know, du- dubbing and would go to Kinko's and, you know, make color photocopies and, you know, cut them out and glue stick and make the J cards. And, That's you know, cool. had a couple, a couple like, uh, you know, runs of mixtapes that, um, you know, I would pass out or, or, or sell for a couple bucks to donations to friends. And it was always just a passion of mine, but I, I, I didn't really, you know, know that any way to make a career out of it at the time. It just seemed like radio DJ was the only dream I had. So I think, you know, in college, in high school, I always dreamed of being a radio DJ, but pretty quickly you learn, like, that's not quite what it's cut out to be these days. Right. You know, well, you're... more of a major major label, you know, uh, top 40 hit pusher as opposed to right. you know, creative curator. That, well, you become even better than a DJ. You're a curator. 
And I thought I was freaky. I used to do the same thing, make cassette mix tapes. And then I used to actually paint on them like a little canvas. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so that's why I'm so, I love what you're doing here that, you know, all you're doing with art visually and interactively and the music itself and the piece of vinyl itself. Now you promote Vinyl Moon's vinyl subscription service as the planet's most unique vinyl experience. There are two words here that I want to emphasize. The planet, because you pick artists from all over the globe and unique. Maybe you can elaborate on on that word as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, to me, Vinyl Moon was created out of a, a personal sort of Lack, you know. When I first started getting deeper into vinyl, I was I subscribed to a bunch of record clubs just because I've always loved clubs. I mean, I grew up in the era of BMG and Columbia House, yes, and just you know loved getting stuff in the mail. And um, so when I started getting into vinyl, I was like, great, yeah, let's join a club. Like, let's have someone else pick some things for me. Like, always love a good recommendation, love a good club, love getting home and finding something in the mailbox. Who doesn't? And um, but none of the clubs really clicked with me, and it just felt like, okay, great, you've chosen an album. You know, so many clubs are album of the month clubs. It's like, great, you just picked an album that already exists, is not is not unique. I could buy that album anywhere. You've just now pointed to it, which is mm. great. I mean, I, you know, again, I love a good recommendation, but you know, for if you're going to be shelling out that kind of money every month, I felt that oftentimes it just wasn't for me. I I, I didn't scratch my itch. And um, that's kind of where the idea for Vinyl Moon came about. I said, oh, I wish it'd be so great if somebody, you know, took all these new songs from new artists and up-and-coming bands and put them together on a, on a mixtape vinyl. Like, that would be a cool thing if somebody did. And then that's when the light bulb went off, and it was like, oh, man, I might be half-qualified to do this. I better see what I can do. But that, you know, that thought and that kind of coming at the idea of a vinyl club from that angle you know, is still is still unique. I and to be honest, I thought that there would be more imitators or, you know, other companies that would come up along the way. But I think five years in I've grown to see that uh it's probably just because no one else is dumb enough to try it. And so uh you know, more power to them. Um because it is a complicated thing. It's a complicated thing to make, it's a complicated thing to explain and yes. to um but nonetheless I think it, it's it's uh it's also its superpower that it is so unique. There's nothing else like it. You know, people always say, well, what, who are your competitors? It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, we, there's other companies that will mail you vinyl, but they're just, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And the, the thing I love is the artwork is so interactive. It reminds me of what I loved, you know, even starting out when I collected vinyl as a kid, you know, like Led Zeppelin three with the spinning wheel or physical graffiti mm-hmm. with the sliding images in the window of a tenement building, a photo in New York City. And I love that your not only is your artwork great from these different graphic artists, um, you have three things you going for you. You got the music, the artwork of the album, and well four, the vinyl itself is a piece of art. And then it's interactive. Uh, which I love. You have uh, everything from, you know, um, uh, cutouts to, um, I think one was like a newspaper clipping or map. It's pretty interesting mm-hmm. how it gets interactive like that. Was that your plan all along? Well, 
it it wasn't until it was i think at the very uh. beginning i knew i wanted to have you know a, a mixtape of music and so i thought okay great like the 10 songs from 10 different bands that that makes sense well what what's the jacket going to be what's the going to be and i you know i didn't know right away i thought well should it be you know this should it be that i'm not really a designer i don't really make it so the kind of the the idea of partnering with visual artists kind of came about very naturally in a sense of like i need help with this i can't mm. design the artwork but mm. there's definitely great artists out there let me see if i can you know get their help collaborate mm. with them and once that you know, kind of seed got planted, it, it it really snowballed into like, okay, wow, we can do so much creative stuff here. We can really go over the top. And, um, you know, so very early on, once the idea of partnering with visual artists came about, it really became clear that I, it, it made sense to make this maximalist and really go big. Um, you know, that really tied into another thing I was noticing as I was, you know, getting records is so often I felt like the vinyl I was getting was not designed for vinyl. It was an afterthought. Yes. You can kind of, you can often tell, like, okay, this was designed for CD, and they just blew it up. You know, uh-huh. the the type, the typeface of the track list is just massive. It takes up the whole back cover. Um, you've got no, knowing sort of engaging visuals. It's it's the you know the era of CD size design just blown up to vinyl, and right. um, that felt like a missed opportunity when you've got this great medium, this great, this great canvas. Yeah. All this room for art and visual and engagement. You can hold it, you can touch it, you can turn it over. And I was feeling like, you know, um, like there was, yeah, there was room to, to innovate and do something creative in there. And, and that's where it was like, all right, every month I want this to, I, I kind of joked that I want every month's vinyl moon to have, at least two or three oh shit moments where you open it and you're like oh shit and then you like open it again and you're like oh shit yeah and you, you know you do this oh shit and it's just this kind of like layers of uh experience and you know that you touch it some of the vitamin records are a bit intrusive and a bit annoying and you know like a, we've done a five panel gatefold that folds out to be about six feet wide and yeah. it's really difficult to hold and we got complaints about that. People saying this was really frustrating. I had to like clear off my whole coffee table just to open it. Like this is this is an annoying experience. And I said, great. Then we did something right because you'll never forget it. You know. I, I agree. <laughs> I I love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's almost like here here you had the age of iTunes, right? So of course you want to create something that's the complete opposite. That's so tangible. That's so interactive. That's so informative as well as the music itself, you know? Um, yeah. When you buy an iTunes, and I say this all the time, it's like so bare minimum. And it's nice, you know, music is, that's the main thing, but you don't know who the musicians are a lot of times. You you don't know what the guest artists are. Where is this band from? What are the, What is the theme of the album? <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> and the artwork yeah. is a little, you know, this little thumbnail uh, you can hardly see so it's um it was frustrating going through that and that's why i think vinyl came back people missed the experience of music as well as just the music itself yeah absolutely and i think that word experience you know kind of touches on another word um from the website that you're mentioning you know the planet's most yeah. unique vinyl experience and that that's a key word for how I think about vinyl moon is that yeah. it's an experience. And because I think, I mean, in general, all vinyl listening 
is an experience when you compare it to um, what I would propose is the opposite end of the spectrum, which would be convenience. You know, streaming is convenient, and it's yes. great. I, I absolutely love that we have this opportunity to live right. in a time when you can stream music and discover things so easily. Um, but, yeah, I think, like you said, um, vinyl came back because people still want the experience. You know, and I think we're seeing that more and more now when people are stuck at home and we don't have the live music experience. We don't have the um, record store experience in the same way because, yeah. you know, um, because of COVID, people are like, well, yeah, the vinyl experience is maybe one of one of the only, if not the best music experiences going at the moment uh, because it is it is that experience. It's the opposite of convenience. It's an experience, but that's, that's what makes it meaningful, you know, that, that old adage that sometimes people don't, you know, care about things unless it's uh, difficult or it costs money or whatever, you know, free is taken for granted. Whereas, you know, once you got to cough up a couple bucks and it's, and it's heavy and it's fragile and you got to move it with you, you know, any vinyl lover that's ever moved knows that experience. And it's like, you know, these are now things you really care about because you've had to deal with them. You know, through thick and thin, good and bad. You know, that's the vinyl sort of uh, uh, marriage, almost. That's a good point. Yeah, and I was going to say they, these, as far as like actually listening and interacting with it, these are also collectible. Um, some albums, you know, I buy two of. You know, <laughs> one yeah. that I collect and never open, and the other one which uh, you know I play to death. You know. So uh, yeah. those are usually my favorite pieces, but you have a limited amount of number that you press, right? Of each vinyl moon, vinyl record. Yeah, we do. We, you know, I think early on I kind of made this choice to um, press a little bit more than we had members. You know, there was kind of two two ways of thinking about it. One was to press only in as many as you have members and right. have it only be available to the people who are members of that moment. And that, you know, creates an, a kind of exclusivity and makes it, you know, if you're not, if you're, you're either in or you're out. But I thought, you know, it'd be nice to have a couple extras just in case people, ever, I don't know, ever want to get them down the line, you know? Um, and I think that I'm really glad that I made that, you know, uninformed early decision because that's been a, a, a great part of people coming along now, five years later and being able to, like you did reach back and discover, you know some of the old records right um and sure it's not they're not as exclusive and limited as they maybe could have been right but i i i like that it's available to people i mean if anything now we maybe have too much availability over five years we've got 60 records and you know yes. a handful are sold out but still i i feel bad for someone coming to the vinyl Man website now and trying to just choose one record to buy because there's so many to choose from and, yeah you know choice choice is overwhelming sometimes um which again is the whole spirit of Vinyl Moon. You don't have to choose. You just sit back, make yourself a cocktail. We'll send you a record, <laughs> and whatever gets in the mail, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to click on anything. You don't have to wonder if the algorithm did you wrong, or you know which one of a million albums you want to listen to. It's uh, it's a little vacation for your music selecting brain. Right. You know, right. just kick back. We got you tonight. <laughs> and it is a the music is very eclectic. You you choose a lot. Um, of different genres. Um, so I think it is important that the listener does have an eclectic ear. Um, is there other genres that you want to explore? Um, say jazz, punk, um, heavy metal. Are there other genres that you want to include in here? 
Um, yeah, I think always. I'm, I'm always looking to discover new stuff and, and broad stuff. Yes. Um, I think, you know, it's, it, it is always this writing this fine line between wanting to push the envelope but also not yeah. um, venture into genres that I really don't know. You know, I think yeah. from day one people have always said, oh, this is a great idea. You should do a version for heavy metal or you should do a version for country. And it's like, I agree that those versions should exist, but I don't think I'm the person to curate them. It, I, it's just not my, you know, I would be, I'd be out of my element and be like, it would, it would feel um, inappropriate for me to be like, well, these are the great new heavy metal tracks. Like, I don't know that world. Someone who knows that world should be <laughs> recommending and curating those songs. And so I, I do, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in exploring, but you know, wary of what fits in, in the vinyl moon mood and also what, what do I have a, a remote right to, to, be, to point my finger at and be like, yeah, this is a good one. Um, right. Well, the graphic art matches the music. I mean, it, as far as being experimental and diverse, um, so it kind of follows the same pattern. How, how do you how, explain this whole process to me? Because it's it's got to be very intricate um, because you got to pick the music artists. And then I would imagine you pick the visual artists according to what the music sort of sounds like thematically or to your ear. Yep. And then, of course, you have to, after the artist, you have to think about how are we going to make this, I think you said it yourself, oh shit moments. Um, yep. How are you going to create those? So maybe you can, and then of course you got to, you, you got to produce this thing um, enough, far out enough to uh, meet deadlines um, for the monthly subscribers. So it's, it's like a production line, really. I know because yeah. I do the same with magazines, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, 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 you understand it well, and yeah. you know that you know. People probably ask you, well, how, you know, how do you do, how do you make one whole magazine per month or per quarter per? And it's like, well, no, it doesn't work like that. At any given moment, you're working on three, four, or five. Exactly. Seven, you know, uh, simultaneously. Um, into various stages of production, but yeah, you 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 basically outlined the process, you know, very well. I think you know, step one is finding great songs, and you know, my my first foray into the music industry proper was I started a music blog about mm. twelve years ago called called the Burning Year, mm. and that was just a, a hobby, uh, some place that I figured, you know, I've always loved recommending music. Why don't I put it on a website? And then when people, when my friends ask me what they should listen to, I can just point them to a URL and. Yeah. You know, this is the this is the future. Use the internet. Um, but the, you know, the blog took off, and I found that I really loved, you know, um, writing about music and sharing it with this you know newfound audience of strangers who were interested in the, you know, music and words and you know that that the, the joys of of blogs, which feel so long so far away at the, so long ago at this point, but yes. weren't that long ago. Um, so that's that process. That same process of hunting for new music. You know, is is a uh, been around. I've been doing that for years, and that, yes. that is a similar process for Vinyl Moon. You know, listening to lots and lots of music that I don't connect with, so that I can find those few you know gems that I feel really uh, click with me, and I I feel deserve a bigger audience. Uh, this is a song I want more more people to hear. Um, so that's that's that process: gathering songs, reaching out to the bands, reaching out to the labels. Um, getting them on board, getting all the clearances and all the assets, and um, 
and all that's step one. So gathering, a, you know, gathering tracks. That's just an ongoing process, always gathering great tracks. And then from the pool of tracks, we'll put together something that feels cohesive. So, you know, oftentimes a, a pool of, you know, 20 or 30 tracks will start uh, sort of speaking to me and saying, oh, these songs would feel interesting together. And, mm. um, or this is an interesting, this song and this song don't uh, necessarily work together, but you could connect them with an arc between A, B, C, D, and, you know, get there over the course of the side and, um, you know, start playing with, with mood and, and tone and energy of the record. And that process is, is you know, I, I'm part art, part science, but, you know, really fun to put together oftentimes, as you said, eclectic songs that maybe on paper wouldn't make sense, but you, you can get there. You can, you know, you can have a folk song and a indie rock song and a hip hop song all on the same record, mm -hmm. you know, uh, if with the right kind of flow that it, it all makes sense. And that, that's really fun. And kind of, again, speaking to what you were saying about, you know, eclectic and varied taste, that's, that's a big goal of mine is to yes. not, not have each record be one genre, mm -hmm. um, but to be sort of genreless and a handful of genres and be more about, um, when you might want to put it on, you know, okay, this, this record is, is, a higher energy record and that might be higher energy songs from a variety of genres but they're all kind of higher energy so you you put it on when you want to you know uh bop around the house and you need some pick-me-up mood right. this is a more of a a mellow record and again might be a, a variety of genres but it's it's got a more sort of mellow or introspective spirit to it and um People often say, "Well, what genres of the record?" I don't know. What you know? What are genres anyway these days? Like, <laughs> I'm the same way. Well, I, I just like music yeah. for music's sake. You know, I can't explain why a song necessarily hits me or is is good for me. You know, I, I it just just is. Um, yeah. And I don't want to yeah, define exactly. myself by putting, you know. I mean, we did maybe as kids. Like, I only like this you know, or that to be in a certain club or click. But um, now I like everything. It has to hit yeah. me, um, the song itself. And, like, I, I liked how you do this in your intro letters. You include in every, I know it was included in the albums I had. You have a little intro yeah. to maybe the theme of the the compilation or the mixtape, as you call it. Um, one I had was called the Love Stack album, mm -hmm. and you explain why, um, you know, about the mood of love and uh, how we need more of it in the world. I thought that was a nice touch by you as the curator explaining, you know, the how the album evolved creatively. Thank you. Yeah, I think that, that started at the beginning and just felt like um, it is in you know, each record is, there's a lot going on. There's art, there's music and wanting to kind of, you know, welcome people. I, I, I call them the welcome note, you know, it's sort of the, or the intro letter. It's, it's, it's your way into this world. You know, there's a world that's been hopefully created with the music and the art. And this is the, you know, um, the bouncer at the, at the front door giving mm. you a little, you know, yeah. uh, little speech you know keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle and here's a little <laughs> bit of background about the ride you know yeah. that's good i like that so I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit and and can you pick uh a band an artist that gave you that 
a wow moment that you were talking about before. Um, if you could recall any, or I know you have a lot of them, so <laughs> I know there's a big track list to choose from. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, one that just popped to mind uh, when in this moment is the, the saxophones. There's a band called the Saxophones, and uh, we had the song of theirs called um, If You're on the Water. Yeah. And from volume 16, and, you know, at the time, that is really, really mellow song, and but it was just one of those ones that strikes a chord and is a really beautiful emotional track. And, right. I um, was very excited to, you know, be able to put that. I think it was their, it was the first song they put out, or it was on their very first EP, and, you know, so that was very exciting. I remember at the time being like, yes, we got this saxophone track. It's going to be on Vinyl Moon. And the flame burned my hand. I kicked my leg. You took my hand. If you're on the water, water. If you're on the water, 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 take care. They they've gone on to put out two albums and a handful of um, EPs oh, cool. and seven to seven inches, and so it's been great to see that um, evolve and see them you know, sort of doing well and putting out more music that people are really excited about. You know, we carry their records in our online shop as well. And um, so that's an example of, a, you know, an, an exciting, a song that I was really meant a lot to me when I first heard it and has gone on to, you know, mean a lot to other people over the years. And, but then there are, you know, there's, there's also songs that I've been really excited about that, you know, the band, maybe the band actually only put out that one song and then they um, broke up or, went their separate ways and it's funny sometimes when you feature these songs on Bottom Moon and I think to some people they might think oh that like that's too bad the band didn't do anything like they they weren't really worth anything they didn't amount to much but but I think of it as what a cool opportunity to take this great the song was great nonetheless the band may have broken up or you know whatever happened but where else would this song get put on vinyl you know yeah. uh, the, the band didn't do anything after that song and so i i love being able to take these great tracks they're great in their own right it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if the band didn't go on to do anything else and kind of immortalize it on a vinyl record it wouldn't normally happen i know you asked about some specific names i my yeah i my I, my, my, my memory is uh, <laughs> my favorite was so something i sampled off your january 2019 disc which was called Life is Long, and mm -hmm. it was a band called Filthy Kitsch. I haven't looked them up yet to see, hear more of their stuff, but they had a song called Comet Tales. And yeah. The song reminds me of, like, um, a atmospheric T-Rex song, you know? Uh, and it 
very catchy to me and you know um catchy rock and roll and i like that uh, about this band filthy kitsch and i'm gonna have to google them and see if i can find out more music <laughs> yeah absolutely and i love so this is a great example i love that you, you brought up this as an example because just for for illustration purposes i um looked them up on spotify hmm. they have 29 monthly listeners on spotify hmm. so about about as low as you can have, about as unknown as you can be mm. in the music world these days with 29 monthly listeners. And that's exactly the kind of band that I love being able to put on Vinyl Moon because I think if you would encounter this band in a streaming context or you know come across their profile, seeing that number, 29 monthly listeners, we all have preconceived notions about what that means or what, right. um, you know, what an artist, oh, this song has less than 2,000 plays on Spotify. Right. Like, okay, they're, they're, no, they're nobody. They, they're not <laughs> doing anything yet. You know, and even if we don't intellectually think that or agree with that sentiment, right. I think over the years, just the, the nature of the digital streaming interface, when you're on SoundCloud or on uh, Spotify, you're just, you're given numbers, right? It's, it's social media anywhere. How many likes, how many listens, how many monthly listens. I agree, and, yeah. And so there's a there's a subconscious I think judgment that goes into that for all of us and and I I love um, putting together the Vinyl Moon records where I can behind the scenes I can see okay this song has three million plays on Spotify and I'm putting it back to back with a song that has a thousand plays so they are uh, you know unequal in the dig digital world but on this is this vinyl record is a fair playing field no one knows which one's which and they all get a fair shot at becoming someone's favorite you know and so you were able to listen to life is long and have perhaps uh probably the most unknown track of the record stand out as your favorite and um, i think that it's a different experience when you're streaming versus having this i don't want to say pure i don't i'm not here to make judgment calls but just right. a, uh, un unadulterated by data and, and analytics and uh, all of that stuff that we that is just part of the digital world we live in. And for and for these very, you know, well put together discs that you or vinyl records you get every month, um, the pricing seems very fair, very reasonable. Um, of course, you have three different types of pricing: um, one where you could try it out, one where it's monthly, and one yearly. And you also say there are some member perks and discounts. Maybe you can uh, explain what you would get as a perk or a discount. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, anyone can go to the uh, our website and thevinylmoon.co and you know buy an older volume or buy some of the uh, records from alumni like the saxophone. Um, but if you become a member, you know, and actually join the club and and, and sign up to get these mystery records and in the mailbox and kind of, you know, take the plunge. We want to, you know, incentivize that and say, okay, you're, you're, you're on the team, you're in the club. And so we have a, members get a 15% discount to anything in the shop. So that's just an automatic discount. Mm -hmm. When you're a member, just everything is cheaper. Life is better in general when you're a member, but also things are cheaper. So one of the, one of those perks. And then you have the opportunity to have combined shipping because we're shipping you a box every month anyway. Mm. You can have the things you buy in the shop just get put in that monthly box mm. and save some money on shipping. I mean, I know 
anyone who's a vinyl collector who shops online knows the you know the shipping plight. Okay, it's a twenty dollar record, but now it's another five bucks for shipping. Yes. Oh, great! I found a good deal on Discogs. This one's only ten bucks, but it's also another five bucks for shipping. So yes. the fact that you know, in general, as a when you buy music online, we're, we're all all of us are spending probably twenty five percent of that online budget on shipping. And, Correct. I want to support USPS as much as the next guy. Don't get me wrong, but if there's a way we can combine that shipping and save a couple bucks, then right. I think that goes a long way. And so those are the kinds. Of, and then, you know, we have, um, of course, I've got a maybe laundry list of things yeah. I would love to be able to do for <laughs> members going forward because it is it is a community. It's it's great to over the years have have members that I you know I know their names. I uh, they've been around forever and we can chat with them on Instagram or uh, on Facebook. And um, it, it, I love the the community side of it. And, you know, always, it's fun to think of ways that we can make this even feel even more community-like, especially nowadays when we're all stuck at home more often and, you know, looking to connect with our communities. Yeah, I agree. And the thing I like about it is that you, you have free shipping for a member. Um, and that, that's, I can't, uh, I think you put it best. You can't underestimate how good that is. <laughs> um, but lastly, I want to ask you about, okay, this is your five year anniversary, correct? Vinyl yeah. Moon is five years old. And as a business, what have you learned in that time? I'm sure there's been ups and downs and what you would try to improve going forward. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, like, uh, what what have I learned? How many hours do you have? Yes. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was I was like you know the little kid that like wandered out of the candy store and into the NASA aeronautics engineering <laughs> department. Maybe a, uh, that's but, the fun know, of it. That's the fun of it. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. If I didn't throw myself in, uh, you know, uh, into the deep end, you know, who was and so. Yeah, learned learned a ton. I mean, I think what's been really interesting, I think, is the things I wasn't expecting to learn. You know, I kind of went into Mono Moon wanting to create this thing with music, and the art, as I we talked about earlier, the art was like kind of solving a problem. Well, we need something. Let's let's work with these artists, and I think that's turned out to be really remarkably rewarding. And and uh, you know, as you mentioned. Uh, a really a core part of the vinyl moon sort of spirit and, and uh, experience is, is the artwork. And, um, and so along that line, I've definitely learned to embrace the happy accidents, um, you know, embrace the, um, the creative energy of, of, of others. And, you know, vinyl moon is certainly, it's a small, it's a small company. It's a small project. You know, I'm curating the music, I'm art directing the art, but right. I've definitely learned over the years to get out of my own way as much as possible and let, you know, these cre- these creative people run with it. There's been times where visual artists have come up with something that, you know, I don't know, I didn't I didn't quite get it at first. And I thought, okay, I don't know. I, I guess I guess it's okay. You know, but it wasn't speaking to me in that moment. And, you know, then that record will go on to be someone's favorite. And, you know, you get that feedback in email or, or online. Oh, I love this artwork is my number one. And, this is my all-time favorite, and um, that's that was a, that happened really early on, and was a really good lesson for me to maybe not try to be so I don't know forceful or nitpicky with my personal uh, opinion because music is subjective, art is subjective, the, the experience is 
you know, we all experience these things in different ways. And um, so, you know, really leaning into that idea of giving the visual artist creative freedom and, um, you know, guide, be more of a, a spirit guide as opposed to a, an iron fisted control freak, um, yes. <laughs> which, which can certainly uh, flare up in me at times, but okay, this is great. This guy, this person, this, this is a creative individual that has a vision. Let's run with it. And, um, that's been, that's been very rewarding, um, over the years. And then the community, I think I, you know, I, I, I knew I wanted to create this thing, um, but didn't anticipate the, the kind of experience that it would turn in, turn into for, for people. Right. You know, we just recently had the five year anniversary and I reached out to a handful of them, VIP members who've been around, been part of Ironman for, for over a year. That's our VIP program. And, um, just ask them a couple of questions. Like what, what did vinyl moon mean to you? You know, um, what, what's the experience that you, uh, you know, what do you do every month when you get it? Just a couple of quick check-in questions. Wanted to get a sense of their experience and see if there was any, you know, reviews we could use and talking about yeah. vinyl moon for our fifth birthday. A lot of the, the responses I got were really sweet and heartwarming. And, you know, people touched on the welcome note that you said and, how much that means to them reading it to start every month and, um, you know, hearing from couples that, you know, were married couples that, yeah, you know, whoever gets home first and gets final moon has to wait for the other person to get home. And then we make a drink and we listen to it together. You know, a, a mom that was telling me she listened to it with her two year old and, but she's been a member since before that her daughter was born. So, you know, her daughter from the moment she was born has grown up with final moon every month now till she's two and, you know, listens to it and dances along with it. And mm. I mean, what, what an honor to be able to be part of, um, you know, people's traditions and routines and, um, in, in their homes. I mean, that's just like, uh, that really blew me away to hear those stories of, of vinyl moon uh, being woven into, um, yeah, people's monthly experiences. And well, that, I liked so how, that was a, a surprise. Yeah. yeah. I, I love how you, you know, I, I only have a small sample size of of records uh, from Vinyl Moon, but what I loved is that you're so hands-on. You know, I, I feel like this is the movie High Fidelity, and you're the curator, you're making a mixtape, and you're making it just for me, and that's kind of <laughs> how I feel, because you wrote a little letter telling you what, telling me why you, you put all this together and what it meant to you. Um, that's the part I'd love the most besides all the interactive stuff and the art and the music and the vinyl itself being a piece of art. Uh, that's what I love. And, you know, keep on keeping on and keep pushing the envelope, man. I, I, appreci- I appreciate what you do as a vinyl lover. So, um, thank you, Brandon, for taking the time to be on the podcast, man. And thank you, Patrick. Sincerely, it's been an honor. I, I appreciate those kind words so much and the support. I mean, that's, that's what I aim to do every month. And so the fact that it's resonating with you, it, it's, it, it means a lot to hear. It's, it's huge. Sometimes, you know, make make these things in the little warehouse cave and send them out into the world. And you, you don't know you don't know what happens once it leaves your hands. You know, it's like sending a child off to college. <laughs> you hope they're OK. You know, they call every once in a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great man that's a great analogy all right thank you brandon um thank you Patrick. we'll keep in touch thank you now absolutely all yeah. right bye now bye go to vinyl moon 
.co. That's not .com, it's .co, vinylmoon.co. Anyway, check it out and see if it's for you. It'll be nice to experience it. I'm telling you, I'm enjoying my albums from Vinyl Moon. Okay, this is Patrick Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine, and we'll see you next time on the Goldmine Podcast. Don't forget to go to Books A Million or Barnes & Noble and pick up the latest print issue and go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content and get 68% off the subscription price there. So thank you very much, and we'll see you soon, listeners. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.